Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. Again, that's give.etmonline.org slash boozicals. And yeah, you can really uh, help these kids if that's what you're into. Support the youths. Shut okay. up. That's, don't, don't, don't patronize me. Okay. Uh, I don't need you Enjoy the episode. <laughs> I'm done with this. <laughs> Okay, I think we can get started. Uh, hey, Raven. Hey, Campbell. Welcome, everyone. Boozicals, that's what we're doing. This intro, complete. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I'm not going to redo that. <laughs> Don't. Okay, it's so uh, we have a wonderful treat, listeners. We have a very special guest. We have the wonderful Patrick Jones. Hey, everybody. Ooh, Thanks for having me. Raven has Raven has learned how to insert sound effects, so I hope she inserted them there. Uh, I, I might, I might not. We'll see. <laughs> oh, that. Um, yeah, that's pretty right. good. How's everyone doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing, Campbell? Pretty good. No complaints, which is weird because I complain a lot. You do, but like it's always worth it. I feel like it makes me feel better. So I feel better listening to Campbell complain. Nice. Yeah, and you know that's all. What's all about. <laughs> specifically for spreading Patrick joy Jones. in the world um, through hatred and uh, irritation. Yeah, that's what's all um, about. For those that you, for those of you that don't know who Patrick is, which I feel like a lot of our listeners do, because they're, they're just our friends. Know, just our friends. <laughs> uh, we met Patrick in the fraternity that Raven and I are part on part in. Um, Raven specifically was in the same pledge class as Patrick. Yes, I was, and I loved and every second of it because he's amazing. The, the best um, family tree, which is mine and Raven's. <laughs> yeah, fun fact: Campbell's my grandfather. Yes. Did I? When you graduated, did I send you a graduation card, like from Grandpa card? I don't know, but Raven gave me a bottle of Grey Goose from you at graduation in front of my professor, so that was cool. Yeah. that's fun uh i told raven i was like don't be weird when you give this <laughs> um it's raven she's always weird <laughs> yeah so that's how we know patrick and our lives have been better ever since well i love to hear that um so raven what kind of music have you been listening to this week i have been on a little dicky kick 
this week. <laughs> Interesting. Which has been great. I love Little Nicky. Um, and normally I've listened to his album quite a bit. Um, but this week I also get Spotify. If you just click on their like popular songs, or whatever, it'll also go through all the songs they're featured on. Um, so I've discovered mm-hmm. a lot of new songs that way. Also, I didn't know that he apparently came up with a song last year called Earth that was apparently like a, a charity thing. Uh, he was working with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's like environmental climate change foundation or whatever. And so it was like all the proceeds mm-hmm. from the song went to that. And it is wild. It features a ton of different artists, um, including Kevin Hart, who is playing Kanye West in the song. Just wild from start to finish. I really enjoyed it though, and I've listened to it like a dozen times since I discovered it less than a week ago. So, oh, that's fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> a, a cool video to too. New songs. Oh yeah, because like yeah, a claymation I, type thing. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I love listening to new songs um, so many times in a row to the point where I hate music. So we've um, talked about this that. before. Yes. Yeah. It's great. Um, yeah. For me, uh, this week. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Florence and the Machine because I forgot how much I love her. Oh, yes. I think I was, like, driving, I was listening on the radio, and it was uh, Dog Days Are Over Mm -hmm. came on, and then I was like, why am I listening to anything but her? Yeah. Um, So for the rest of the week, I've just been listening to her exclusively. That's the kind of song that makes me wish I could sing. Right. Uh, so Fleet Foxes came out with a new album, and oh, they it did? is Hold yeah, it's it on uh, to do list. <laughs> I think it's just called Beach or Beaches. Um, it is like perfect just fall listening. So uh, I've been uh, nice. working listening to stuff like that, and then my casual um, music is usually just throw up Spotify and put on a station or the like made for me. And I am notorious yeah. for not knowing the names of songs or bands that I like, because I just listen to it. I'm like, Oh, I like that song, but I never figure out who it is or what it's on. I mean, if you know where to find it, why do you need to know what it's called? Yeah. it's like, I liked it. I can get back to it. Raven seems offended. I am offended. <laughs> why? <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, I just choose to live done. my life differently. Yeah, I also don't know the names of actors or anything like that. So I, I think I'm just, uh, I disconnect the work from the person. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Campbell, would you like to introduce the uh, film, the glorious, wonderful work of art that we watched for this week? I would love to. So there's a reason Patrick is on this particular episode, and it's for, um, <laughs> you know... Um, we both have so much love for um, the art that was being presented, and that would be Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny, which uh, I love Tenacious D so much. Um, end of statement. It was great. Like, this is my first time ever hearing about them um, or this movie, but I thoroughly enjoyed every second of it, and I'm amazed I've never heard of them before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so in honestly, I'm shocked. Yeah. I feel like we've like played tenacious D a bunch, like throughout college. Probably. And you, I mean, I, I don't know how you can get through life. I don't know how you can get through life. Not hearing the song. Fuck her gently. (laughs) Or tribute. There was, there were a couple of songs that when I, uh, listened to them (laughs) or when I saw like the name of them, I was like, Oh, I know that song. 
Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and then in honor of, like, the, the true spirit of Tenacious D, um, the cocktail we are drinking for this week um, is we're, we're just drinking beer. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, your cheap beer of choice. Uh, would everyone like to say what cheap beer that they're drinking? Indeed. Indeed. Um, I am drinking the King of Beers, a.k.a. Budweiser. Nice. I'm drinking a Modelo, un cerveza especial. Ooh, nice. nice. And I'm drinking um, the People's Beer of Richmond, PBR, a good old Paps. Indeed. Um, so. We love um, it. How we're going to do this, we're just going to drink a lot of beer, and we're going to start it off um, by drinking beer tenaciously, and to do so, we're going to shotgun. <laughs> so we're going to do, let, we're going to do it now. So, uh, BRB. Cheers. Cheers. No, yeah, just drinking. Cheers. Okay, before we get into, like, just going through the movie, just a little background history. Mm -hmm. um, so, Tenacious D um, is a band formed by uh, Jack Black and Kyle Gass. Um, so, they met in the, um, like, a theater troupe called the Actors Gang in L.A. Um, and for the group, uh, Jack Black was, like, a main musician um, that something he had common with Kyle. Um, they kind of, like, exchanged skills with each other, like Jack Black helping with his acting, Kyle helping him um, with, like, his guitar. Um, so they first, like, their band really, like, first started, started in, like, 1994. And they covered, like, other songs of, like, established artists. And so Tenacious D is derived from uh, tenacious defense um, yeah. phrase most commonly used by the NBA basketball sportscaster, Marv Albert. Which um, I was like, what a, what an interesting source for the name of your band. Cause I'm, I'm certainly not a sports person, least of all basketball. Cause I don't like basketball. And so when I, when I found that out, I was just like, that's an, it's an interesting way to choose to name your band. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a dick joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It makes sense. I mean, that's, like, very valid. Um, so, since then, um, well, prior to their, like, debut album, Tenacious D, in 2001, um, they had kind of, like, a three-episode TV series on HBO, um, and then um, this movie came out in 2006, um, kind of, like, releasing, like, the soundtrack as, like, their second album, The Pick of Destiny, um, and this movie is supposed to be kind of their band origin stories in the 90s. Yeah. Um, spoiler, though, um, their actual origin stories did not include um, fighting Satan. Which so, is a big sorry. disappointment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The thing I found interesting, though, uh, when when I was reading up on the band, is that, like, yeah, the, the whole um, scenes of Kyle or KG teaching JB, like, guitar and all this other stuff, like, all that actually happened and he would just like f basically feed him food because they were both like super poor and they would just go to Jack in the Box and get like tacos and stuff. I was like, that's that's really cute. It's cool. Yeah. So Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny. So we start off um, kind of like animated um, Jack Black and Kyle Gass um, prepping, like smoking weed, eating bean and cheese burritos, which I mean, love me a good bean and cheese burrito. Oh, yeah. Um, we get to, uh, kind of funny, like, the it's adult audience. baby food. Oh, yeah. 
Um, we get into like the audio kind of like sign like you see in the beginning of movies, but um, THC, the audience is baking. Yeah. I thought that was funny. I like that. And then we get into um, the first song, Kickapoo. This song to me is a perfect rock ballad. It just has all the greatest elements. I mean, you have one, you have a young child who does a fantastic Jack Black okay. impression. Let's let's talk about him. He was so good. He was perfect. Like, like ah, it was great. Poif- perfect. Poif- perfect. Um Troy Gentile Gentile um plays Lil Jack Black. Um mo- most notably uh I cannot talk today. It's fine. He is very well known for his role in... Have you seen the show The Goldbergs? The shotgun at your heart. Yeah. The Goldbergs? Well, I mean, I just... Yeah. yeah the Goldbergs. Yeah. Um, so the middle child, Barry, um, that's him. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I can see that. He, yeah. He, um, he got taller. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And um, he also, in the same year that Tenacious D and the Pick of Destiny came out... So did uh, Nacho Libre, and so you played mm-hmm. Young Nacho in that as well. Oh, so two times playing Younger Jack Black. He does a great it's job. In the same year. Yeah, I mean, if he never acted again in his life, those are two of the most iconic roles. Just Young Jack yeah. Black twice. <laughs> Absolutely. So then we have we see um, so this song uh, Jack Black's family is very like conservative, Christian, having dinner. Um, we have uh, uh, Cynthia Edinger as uh, Betty Black, uh, Andrew Caldwell as uh, Billy Black. Um, and then. But then Bud Black is played by... Uh, Meatloaf. Uncredited <laughs> Meatloaf. Um, what you doing here, Meatloaf? <laughs> so, yeah. They're, like, having dinner. And then we see Lil JB in his room with all of his, like, rock posters. Um, he... I mean, this kid just does such a good Jack Black. Oh, yeah. It's criminal. Um, and so he, like, comes down. And he's like, I wrote a song. And then he performs for his family, um, <laughs> which is basically, um, you know, classic punk kid, two-step method for uh, getting in trouble with, like, conservative parents. Step one, fuck around. Mm-hmm. Step two, find out. Find out. <laughs> And he did indeed complete both steps. Yes, he did. And he's just, like, cussing a lot. And he's just like, hey, if you don't like this, like, you can go fuck He's yourself. cussing this, in like, ways that child. don't even make sense. Which, like, which is perfect for... I mean, it's for... use the word cockles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but to, to me, like, one of the things I really liked, especially about, like, this beginning part, was that the... The lyrics perfectly matched a, like, middle school kid who's getting into rock, and it's just, like... I want to be edgy and have curse words in it. Because, like, the way he's using, like, fuck. Or current Jack Black. Or current Jack Black, true. <laughs> it just, like, doesn't even make sense, but it's hilarious and amazing at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so he, like, gets, like, sent to his room, and then his dad, Meatloaf, um, like, spanks him. And he, like, is like, oh, I'm going to tell you something. No more rock and roll. That's the devil's music. He rips, like, all the posters off. Yeah. His walls, um... And he's just like, you need you need to act up, or Jesus isn't going to love you. No, he um, says Jesus doesn't love you. He says Jesus oh, loves your right. brother just more than you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then and then um, young Jack Black uh, prays to his God, uh, which is Dio, 
<laughs> to the <laughs> hidden poster on the back of his door that his dad didn't see. Yeah. And then he starts hallucinating. And Dio himself sings back to him from the poster. If you, if you aren't familiar with him, some of the bands he's been in, L, Rainbow, Black Sabbath, um, after Ozzy Osbourne, um, he replaced him as the lead singer. Dio, Heaven and Hell. Just a very prolific music artist, composer yeah. for like American heavy metal. Yeah. And I really music. liked it because um, in looking up information about this song while like, trying to learn how to play it, because um, Kikuko is a very difficult song to play. Um, if you're oh, not. Spoiler, this is the song we're going to be playing. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're not already generally like well versed in playing the guitar, this is a very difficult song to learn how to play. Um, and I thought it was interesting because they purposely modulated the key so the, the key um they modulate the key a lot in this song um so a lot of it a lot of the parts of the song are just the same like style or the same kind of motif playing over and over again but at different keys and in this part they purposely modulated it down to c because they needed to incorporate dio and so they're like we have to make the song fit his range um, and so that's why, like, they had the little, like, key change in the middle there, which I thought was really cool because the, like, the way yeah. musically that it was done was really, really creative to me. Um, especially because it doesn't sound out of place or weird or anything. No. Yeah. It, like, really shows, um, their knowledge over yeah. music and, like, how when, like, writing music for the, like, different, like, tone and style and basically just energy you want to, like, emit from a song. You can do it in so many adaptable ways. Yeah. I, I too, write most of my music with the hope that Dio's going to jump in in the end. (laughs) Yeah, like everyone should. Um, Rest in peace. Oh, yes. Um, Um, Yeah, and so then Yeah, and so we find out he's, like, grounded for a week without a telephone. telephone, And that is a light punishment for the... What he did, I think. For, fair, like, for I as mean, conservative a family course, as they I seem, I think yes. everyone should live their lives like, you know, rock and roll. But, uh, or for me, more personally, jazz and liquor. Indeed. Um, but he just basically dropped so many F-bombs. Um, he was just, like, yelling at his family. Um, and they are, like, this is, like, pure evil that they're seeing. And they're like, you're grounded for a week. That's fair. Um, and then, uh, Dio gives young Jack Black some very interesting advice, which is to, at presumably around the age of 13 years old, um, leave his family, travel across the country, and make his own name for himself in Hollywood. Uh, he he needs to find someone that's going to, like, teach him. Indeed, yes. Uh, and find a partner. Uh, he, I think, uh, Jack Black himself would call it, he's a compadre in, like, rock or something like that. Um, yeah. And so then this child proceeds to leave on his own, like, run away and travel to five different states that all have like a Hollywood in them and then well, across the Dio country. just said you have to go to Hollywood so he was like just going to Hollywood. Okay, but here's my thing. Here's my thing. So we see him steal some cash from his dad's wallet. I refuse to believe that any amount of cash he could have gotten from his dad's wallet would have supported him to get through five, like at least five states and across the country especially given that time gap like the time jump that we see in a second i was like what have you been living off of sir because clearly you don't have a lot of funds 
It just, it just it very much upset me. It was the 90s. I call, That's uh, not I a... call a plot point. Honestly, that was just Jack Black hitting Huberty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, was like, it was actually it like a week. all at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I believe it. I believe it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, because then, then he, we see him. Um, and then we he gets to Hollywood, Los Angeles, and then we see the man, the myth, the legend, Jack Black himself. Yes. Um, if you don't know who Jack Black is, um, Shane Larkin. I honestly don't know how. Um, um, but yeah, and he, I mean, if you, like School of Rock in itself. Is, oh yeah, is a very School of Rock, movie. Kung Fu Panda, Nacho Libre. Uh, need I say I, more? Uh, I mean, there's many yeah. others, but need I say more? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and so then yeah, so he gets off the bus in Hollywood, uh, Los Angeles, California, um. And he has, like, no other belongings beside his guitar, which, again, does not surprise me, because he couldn't have stolen more than, like, maybe a couple hundred bucks from his dad's wallet. So he has, like, this tiny little backpack that is basically empty. And his guitar. And nothing else. Um, yeah. And then we go into the opening credits, which I think are very well done, and I enjoy them very much. Okay. I love the opening credits, um, especially because uh, a fun thing I like to do with my friends, um, the... Opening credits is in the style of tarot cards. Yes. And that's, like, we definitely seen through, like, different, like, chapters, I guess, of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, tarot cards being, like, you know, the divinatory kind of, like, tell your future kind of thing. Yeah. Um, specifically, um, the tarot cards that they have in this, they're kind of modeled off of the Rider tarot deck, um, which is kind of, like, the most, like, well-known kind, um, which was originally published in, like, 1909. And they were, like, drawn by illustrator Pamela Coleman-Smith, um, who was kind of instructed by this, like, they say mystic, um, A.E. Waite. And um, they were originally published by the Rider Company, so the Rider Tarot Deck. Um, also called the Rider Waite Smith Deck, Waite Smith. And so it's, like, when you think of tarot cards, it's just, like, the typical, like, the Fool, the Magician. Um, it's the, I think, the 70-card deck that people mostly know. So that's like kind of the style, the opening credits, like each character or like group of people is like a different card. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's very like combination of that, but it also kind of reminded me of like Monty Python. um, Me too. Sometimes like that, like animation, like I know the art strictly was from a writer deck, um, but like the juxtaposition of that kind of animation style and art to uh what tenacious d is uh how like farcical it was it was very much like Um, monty python the holy grail yeah yeah exactly yeah that's what i thought and i don't know i i love tarot cards i think they're really fun yeah um i don't think they tell your future but i think it's fun to have a random assortment of cards to make you think in a different perspective of what you're currently thinking yeah so yeah so that's like the style of like the opening credits yeah um, yeah, so now we're at the ocean front, presumably in LA, Hollywood, whatever. Um, and we get into the song Classico because Jack, JB sees, um, another guy playing, yes, playing, uh, acoustic guitar down by the ocean front, um, for some money and everything just for like a little crowd. And I, it is Kyle Gass. This is with his luscious, luscious, his hair. beautiful hair. 
I just want to like call out how beautiful that song is. Like, like separate from oh, the movie, yeah. just the vocals in the song are intense and amazing. And yeah, because a lot of people so seem to forget or either don't know. Like Jack Black can sing. Like he's actually a really good singer. And I love, I love even when he sings jokingly because to me it's just like one more showcase of like the talent that he possesses, which is a lot. Um, but yeah, I I love this song. Um, yeah, just watching Kyle Gass play all of these classical pieces on the guitar. Which are uh, Bach's uh, Bouye in E minor. Yeah. Um, Furley's mm-hmm. Beethoven. A movement one Allegro from Serenade in G major by Mozart. And those are the ones. It was really, really good. It was really, really good. Yeah, so that's uh, basically classico, like what Kyle's playing so far. And then Jack... Uh, JB is like so excited. Yes. So he like goes up to him and he's like and spitting he's, like, lyrics. Up. And, like, yeah. And so he's, yeah, just like singing, riffing with him. And it sounds uh, so good. Oh, yeah. Because Jack Black is so talented. Yeah. And then um, I think this is when we see the pizza guy because he's like, oh, dude, that was butt ass. And I was very upset that he pronounced it that way okay. um, to the so point that I wrote it Lee. down. The character's name is Lead. Um, his name's J.R. Reed, um, who, fun fact, is from Corvallis, Oregon. Which is where you currently live. That's where I currently live. Um, J.R. Reed has, like, done a lot of stuff with, like, Tenacious D, like, over the years. But um, some, like, also a fun role of his was he was Inspector Spacetime in Community. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Is that fun? That's really cool, yeah. yeah. I love community. But yeah, this pizza guy who's just like, oh, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and he Which, was like, right. It was amazing, Which, so. Valid. Yeah. And he, like, becomes, like, their, like, first groupie. Yeah. But, like, a, de- Sorry, a dedicated only groupie. groupie. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, yeah, and so then we see... Uh, JB is talking to him and he's just like, oh, this would be really cool. We should like hang out. You know, you can teach me some of that stuff, like all this other stuff. And KG's not about it. Um, no, because he already has a band, the KG Solo Man 5000. Indeed. <laughs> uh, which is basically him, himself, and he. Um, yeah. And so he leaves him. And then uh, but JB gets his. Jeez Louise, Papa Cheese. <laughs> J- uh, Lee says, which I hated that <laughs> phrase. I didn't like most of the things that Lee said in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then we see that KG like left behind this little pick um, that has his initials mm-hmm. on it. That uh, JB then picks up and just it becomes his precious, just his prized possession because oh. he has like two. <laughs> So then, we- then Jack Black is like, where am I going to sleep? And he, okay, this is what I don't get. So he, like, seems concerned that he has to, like, sleep on, like, a park bench. Mm-hmm. Like he has been for the last three exactly. weeks as he hit puberty. What, ha- what <laughs> have you been doing in years prior, young JB? Um, why does this seem so new to you? Also, this song made me... Very uncomfortable because it's him singing about how he's still just a baby, which is like true. <laughs> he's still quite young. Um, okay, so then weird ass clockwork orange um, gang comes up yeah, to what, beat him. Who are these people? I don't know. 
Uh, well, I mean, I can tell you who played them. <laughs> um, but it's just so weird. Um, some of them, well, like, all of, I, at least, like, three of the main ones, like, uh, John Ennis, VJ Foster, and Jay Johnston, um, who have, like, been in a bunch of things, um, like, drunk, a bunch of Drunk History episodes, there's one of them was in, like, a minor role in Shawshank Redemption, which will come into play later during this podcast. Interesting. I'm intrigued. So, one of them was Jimmy Pesci. That's amazing. <laughs> there, okay, the amount of, like, random, like, actors and cameos of like people it's insane yeah you like you can tell oh, there's another I, like, one later I, on I, that's just like a random cameo oh there's a lot yeah of um but it's like how i view um have you seen wet hot american summer no yes movie? okay Please the original or the revamp the the original i haven't seen the revamp um but the original one it's like all these like definitely now like very well known um like comedic actors you can just, like, tell from watching the movie how much fun they had just, like, you know, putting on an outfit and acting a fool. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's a similar kind of thing for this. That a lot of the actors that are in this, they're like, oh, we're in this cause, to have a good time. Yeah. It's like, not. I don't want to say they're not taking it seriously. Because that implies that you can't do this kind of comedy in a serious manner. But, like, you know but what But still I mean? have fun with it, yeah. They're, like, the people on this, I can tell, have so much fun, what they're doing. Yeah, um, yeah, and to me, to me, that's also what adds, like, the energy of the film. And a lot of Jack Black films, and a lot of films like this, um, is that, yeah, you can tell that it's just fun to do it. And I, I think it, I think the audience really feels that as well. Yeah, yeah, so I don't understand these characters. This is the only time they were in it. Um, <laughs> yeah, they just so run they up just to him of... and start beating him up. <laughs> they don't. Do they even take anything from him? Um, they don't take anything, but they do beat him with his guitar, which I just feel like beating someone. Yeah, the Monster Mash, which is such a good guitar, such name. a great song name. I feel For like someone who loves all things spooky. Beating someone with their own instrument is just next level rude. Like that's just that's petty boots. Good like you know. didn't need that's to go almost, that far. I'm in town. <laughs> yeah. Next time I'm in town and we're recording together, I'm just gonna push your piano on you. <laughs> Anywho, Clockwork Orange people, they leave. Yes. <laughs> Um, um, and KG... And then, well, du- well, during the exchange, KG does, like, see what's going on. Yeah, and then so, hides behind, like, a little wall. And then comes yeah. out as they're leaving, and it's just like, oh, yeah, you better run, like, pretending that he fought them off. Um, and then JB's like, oh, my God, you saved me. And he's just like, yeah, totally, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> so then um, they go back to... KG's apartment, number four, and he was like, oh, sorry, remember, my door is four. It's one number. Is it that hard to remember? Yeah, I was thinking that, too. I was like, how do you not remember the place that you live? Raven's going to comment about this. (laughs) Because that that was my exact thought. I was just like, one, you live there? I don't... Even if if you don't remember the number somehow, like, you at least remember just where it is in the building. Like, I don't understand how you... Anyway, yeah. I don't understand why you need a mnemonic device. To tell you where you live. <laughs> okay, so um, JB's Im- very impressed with the apartment. He's like, "Oh, this place is great." <laughs> yeah. And KG is like, "I was like, oh yeah, this is the just I just come here when I'm like ready to write music." Um, 
I mean, he talks about the Kyle Gass Project is his band. He's, like, very faint. Like, yeah. he gets royalty checks. He's worked with all the greats. Um, JB was like, I have to be a part of the Kyle Gass Project. Yeah, like, how can um, I audition? And he was like, fine, you can, like, um, yeah, I'll teach you. We'll do some training, and then you can audition. And then he was like, um, we're going to uh, start um, at the crack of noon. <laughs> okay, so... Um, KG is now JB's mentor, his teacher. Yes. Um, teaching in the name of rock. So, uh, the first lesson, the most powerful stage move, the power slide. Yes. Which JB has to do on carpet. Carpet! Uh, yes! <laughs> but does a good job because Jack Black gives it his all. Yeah. Always. I, I was just like, you're, that's not how friction and physics work like you can't do i mean I, he managed to do it somehow but things like that show me that i don't even have the knees to be a rocker <laughs> let alone the Same. musical abilities and voice oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah everything else like the, but that, that's the thing that's stopping us <laughs> um not being able to power slide. <laughs> <laughs> that's the big one too bad we have to fall back on our engineering jobs and things in, like, the medical profession. The horror. Um, yes, and so um, so then after the power slide, he makes him do um, cock push-ups. Uh, and he's like, oh, the penis is a muscle and you have to exercise it. And kids... I and I'm sh- and I'm sure Patrick That's what I tell my are here to tell you the penis is in fact not a muscle and you cannot move it like that's not how it works. <laughs> you certainly Speak can't do push-ups with it. Yeah, that's what you think. Oh my god! Don't jeez. <laughs> yeah, it... yours clearly isn't doing as much work then. <laughs> yeah, she she just speaks for the dickless. Um, yeah, yeah. So anyway, JB has to do a one cock push-up every day. Every, uh, one a day, every day. Yes. Um, Don't try at home, kids. And, yeah. And then, yeah, they play a bunch of video games. Um, and uh, JB is, like, busking. He makes, like, ten bucks. So KG is like, awesome. You're learning so much. Buy me weed from, uh, yeah, from JoJo at the pizza place. Ask for a Bob Marley extra crispy. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, although, so... I forget exactly what happened, but he was, like, talking to Lee, and he's just like, oh, uh, like, basically he got Lee to give him a discount on the pizza. Oh, yeah, okay, so, like, Lee comes, he's ordering the pizza, he sees, like, they kind of set up, like, a mini stage in there. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. was going to, like, that was, like, the last test, like, a mock gig. Yeah. And Lee was like, oh, a show, can I watch? And... KG was like, oh, half price off the pizza, then, uh, yeah. Which my uh, thing is, pizza boys do not determine the price of the pizza. That's not how businesses work. Um, but, like, have you ever had friends work um, in the service industry and give you discounts all the time? It doesn't matter. No. I had a boss who told me that I could give discounts to whoever I wanted to because I was a good worker. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds very on brand for you, Patrick. Best kind of boss. Yeah, that's that's very yeah, very on brand <laughs> for Patrick. Oh, for I listeners. was I was sixteen, my first job, and I won employee of the month. My first three months working there. Nice. Also very on brand because you're amazing and everyone loves you. 
objectively good at I've also I've also deeply internalized capitalism, so <laughs> don't we all? <laughs> Facts. Which is really upsetting. Um so yeah, so Lee's going to watch the um gig simulator. Um and it's so funny. So like you can tell how much work KG went into putting this thing on. Yeah. So not only are like I assumed based off his living conditions that he owned that many chairs. But <laughs> so he like, you know, a bit like pay- but like am I wrong? Yeah, no same. Um so there's like a bunch of like paper plates with like angry faces on them. He had like um the voicemail. He had like different like recordings. Um like uh like you suck uh, and like was just get like, it started already like, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, sing something, douchebag, get on with it. And he had like a like a pulley system or like ready to like throw beer bottles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which it's a good thing he had him in a football helmet. Cause at first I was just like Oh, he was prepared. At first I was like, Why is he wearing a football helmet? And then I saw him like throw the beer bottle and I was like, Oh, got it. Okay. Yeah, and at this point I was like, Okay, so KG really cares about JB and is, like, really putting in the effort to prepare him to be, like, Ano, a musician in, like, whatever fucked up way <laughs> he thinks it's going to happen. Yeah. But still, he's, like, really putting the effort in. Yeah, because honestly, a lot of that, especially if it's your first time ever performing, hopefully not the beer bottles being thrown and stuff like that, because that can actually injure a person. Um, but a lot of that, you know, if it's your first time performing... It, it's kind of valid, you know, like people are going to, um, like heckle bully. you. Yeah. Heckle you bully, especially depending on the crowd you're in. Um, it's definitely going to happen. So, you know, I can definitely see that he's trying to like get him ready for what he might actually yeah. experience. Um, so yeah, it goes bad. Uh, but poorly. Oh, something else I want to talk it goes about. Poorly. Okay. So the beer bottles are breaking on Jack Black. Um, still like trucking through and he was like, you know what? We'll save this. A power slide. <laughs> Not only on carpet, but also broken glass. <laughs> yes. So he does it and he Can like lands think on of something his guitar. Yeah, right. Um it's like the shitty rock version of Bridge Over Troubled Water Power Slide over Broken Glass. Um <laughs> and so he like breaks Monster Mash. Yeah. Very upset. And then um, Kyle's trying to, like, console him. Um, And then we hear on the answering machine that Kyle's mom, it was like, hey, it's been 15 years. We're not going to, like, bankroll you anymore. Which, like, we didn't talk about before. We should have. But the royalty check that he saw, that was like. It's that I love you, um, pumpkin. I love you, pumpkin. It's like, oh, that's a song. But it was, like, his mom paying, like, for his rent or, like, stuff like that. Yeah. But it was very much, JB was like, oh, I get it. Like, you've been lying to me this entire time. Um, and then um, find out that uh, Kyle's hair is a wig. Yeah. A nice wig. Looks, nice looks wig. good on him. Um, yeah, so then we, like, go see a flashback of, like, young KG. Um, so, like, his uh, mom, um, Evie Peck. Um, and young KG, Mason Knight, um, he, like, you know, has a, has, like, get ready for school, very, like, wholesome kid, seems like a really nice, like, suburban neighborhood. Yeah. And then, like, two bullies come up. Well, my, my question Um, was, like, does she, I'm assuming she doesn't, but 
at least in the scene. So she calls him Pumpkin, and he's he's a little husky, you know, as as possible, and he's wearing an orange polo. And I'm just like, oh, that's just a sad connection. (laughs) Damn, we've all been there, right, guys? These two (laughs) bullets. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then like two bullies are like picking on him and they like knock his hat off. Yeah. And then we learn that KG from a young child was bald. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He couldn't have been more than like, he couldn't have been older than young JB was when we saw him. Like yeah. he couldn't have been old, like 12, 13 years old, you know? Um, and yeah, yeah. boy. It reminds me of like, from like the SpongeBob movie. Um, oh yeah. Bald, bald, <laughs> and, like King Neptune. Yes. Um. Uh, Cause it was, it was smooth. Like, yeah. So like the pizza guy at this point was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like Lee's like, I don't know what's going on. Um, and then JB was like, yeah, like what about it? So you can't pay rent. And he was like, yeah, I spent the last rent check on something important. And he was like, uh, what dumb shit did you spend it on? And it, was it was a, a new, new guitar, guitar for him, for JB. And it was like, it was really a nice, nice guitar. It was, and like, it was like customized. It was, yeah. Very much a very thoughtful gift. Yeah, it was it was so um, cute, and he had like all the different wrote, like dude, symbols that's sick. on it, like for the like in the frets and stuff like that, where the mother of pearl inlay is, and it was it was honestly really nice. Like, would you like to explain what that means, Raven? Oh yeah, so I don't know much about like music theory for guitars because I'm not a great uh, I'm not a good guitar player. Guitars. But um, yeah, so. On guitars, they have little inlays on the third, fifth, seventh, ninth, and twelfth, and then a couple more after that, um, frets. And on a lot of guitars, it's just like mother of pearl inlay, and it's just like a little dot or something similar. Um, and so on this like custom made guitar, instead of just being like the standard little symbol, it's like specialized, um, like musical symbols or like artist symbols or something like that, that that are important to JB and to get something like that customized is definitely a lot of money. So like he 100% spent basically that entire rent check just on this guitar because yeah. it is fully, fully customized. And I just think it was really sweet and cute. It was really sweet. Um, that is really then, sweet and cute. Um, just like you guys. Oh, so are you Patrick. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, what a wholesome guest we have. Um, and that's then, my wholesome comment of the night. Yeah, you only get one. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so then they, they kind of like bond and kind of like make up again. Um, and then we find out like uh, JB's uh, birthmark on his ass is Tanak. Tanak. Um, and he's like, I looked it up in the dictionary. It doesn't mean anything. it wasn't there. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, and, and so then he's just like, yes, yeah, so we go call our band to knack. And then KG's like, well, I, because, okay, so JB. I also have an ass mark. <laughs> JB says, I've had this birthmark since I was born. And it's like, yes, that's, that is <laughs> indeed how they work. <laughs> and so then, yeah. And then KG's like, Oh, I also have like an ass mark. I also have like something on my butt. And then he also pulls down his pants and has, um, us D. And it's just like, I see what you're doing here, but also I didn't need to see because like the, their butts take up 
the entire I didn't need screen. to, but I wanted to. And I was like, I yeah, didn't. And then they just like, I didn't yeah, they need just put to their butts see together. These two and it says tenacious, D. tasty asses <laughs> in Ash my face. <laughs> Twas destiny, which was the next like minor song. <laughs> yes, the musical. Um, destiny. Yes, very short song. <laughs> yes, yeah, so especially uh, destiny, comma. <laughs> the pickup, yeah, um, yeah. I, I like how they have these like little like mini songs that mm-hmm. are just kind of intermediaries. Um, it's like new chapter. This is what's going on. This is the focus. Yeah, here's a tarot card to describe. That. And I, I really like that they had the the associated like tarot card, um, especially like later on. I think I think it's really cool, especially because uh, I don't know. I don't really know anything about tarot cards or tarot card readings, but I found it really awesome. Okay, so they decide that they're going to pay the rent with their music. So they go to an, Which is um, a bold, like an open mic bold night move cause they... at this one bar that, like, the next week, it's an open mic contest yeah. for money. So we see the first act. Neil Hamburger, the comedian. <laughs> um which <laughs> he is just so sweaty. So it's Greg Turkington. He reminded um, me of uh of Moist Man from uh, yeah from um <laughs> Doctor Horrible's uh, Doctor Horrible sing along blog yeah um <laughs> um and so yeah Greg Turkington so Neil Hamburger is like a character comedic character stand up routine that he's done before he's like opened up for like Tenacious Deed tours oh that's cool before so that's just like a fun like you know. Nod to him in the movie. Um, he's also, um, like, got really into, like, voice acting and stuff like that. He was in um, Gravity Falls, um, oh. the actor that plays him, which is cool, because Gravity Falls is pretty good. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so he gets off the stage, and then the... Um, who the The, like, MC... That kind of like leads uh, the the open mic host, um, played by Paul F. Tompkins, um, who I love. I think he's so funny. Um, he's been in like a million things. Um, a, a lot of people know him as Mr. Peanut Butter from BoJack Horseman. Um, yeah, he was in Randy and Bob's Burgers. Um, huh. What he, he used to have this YouTube show called Speakeasy. Where he would interview celebrities while, like, they just, like, you know, have fun drinks during. So, you know, in the same vein of what we're Yeah, it's like, basically um, this. Except we're not celebrities. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's really good. I, like, you should watch the um, Gillian, um, Gillian Jacobs um, episode, um, Britta from Community. Yeah. It is so funny. It is so I'm funny. down for that. I just really like Paul um, F. Tompkins. So he's, like, the um, MC for the open mic night. And he's, like, announcing Tenacious D to come on stage. And he was like, I have been told to read this. Um, it's <laughs> something like, here comes Tenacious D, and they're going to come again in your ear pussies. And I reacted And at this point, viscerally. I do want to say to uh, Raven and Patrick, I did talk to my, I talked to my mom on the phone every day. I was like, I know I love that. every episode. You will not listen to this episode because you will be upset. <laughs> and because she's like our biggest fan. 
Um, I love she's that. She's like, okay, understood. So I'm just going to download it and not listen to it. I was like, oh, yeah, you can do that. Uh, you Thanks, great. <laughs> oh, she's, yeah. Yeah, no, I, when I heard that, I reacted viscerally and I was just like, I did not, my ears did not need to hear that. They did not need to be exposed to that phraseology. I did not appreciate it. Because that kind of excited me. Which. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Patrick. Um, Gone song history. So it's basically the history of Tenacious D. Um, so like this movie, it's not the real history, but, uh, some of the things they say are just so funny. Yeah. It's just a good song. Um, so yeah, you know, um, Tenacious D in their history as a band, um, walked with Jesus, uh, and the cross. Oh, one of the lines, uh, they said they traveled through space and time, but like technically we all do that. Indeed. Indeed. We all are part of the space time continuum. Um, and so they have one very enthusiastic <laughs> audience member, which is Lee, who already has a t-shirt for them. Who is, is their one and only group. We like love to see it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like Campbell's mom. Oh, man. Yeah. She is so supportive. I love <laughs> She's her so great. Much. See, I'm saying such nice That's things beautiful. about her. She will not listen to this episode because <laughs> she it will be upset. I will keep it's all of it in. Good. good. Um, because the people need to know. <laughs> Harumph. Um, yeah, uh, Kyle's um, fingers are silver and JB's voice is gold. Yeah. I think that's a fun lyric. Um, and they're like really, uh, I don't know, medium applause. They do get applause somewhere. Very little, though. Very little. But at the same time, like for what we have seen for the open mic night, they're definitely the best so far. Oh, yeah. They they were definitely better than the comedian guy. Yeah. And then like the MC. But that's a low bar. Like, yeah. Yeah. JB is like, goes up to him and is like, oh, what'd you think? And he was like, yeah, you were fine. <laughs> you did the thing. You played. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're totally going to make it big. We're going to. Um, like, definitely win next week. And he was like, oh, you might want to, like, write some new material. Yeah, like, you definitely um, need some work if you're going to try to win the competition. Yeah, and so they get invigorated outside. It's KGJB and Lee. And they're like, power hug, which is how I'm going to hug the homies from now on. <laughs> yeah, so they do the power hug. And then Lee tries to hug them. And then Kyle, like, gives a look at him. He's like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> yeah. you know? I just like the the comedic timing and like the facial expression made me laugh so hard because it was perfect <laughs> as many things in Jack Black movies are. Um, okay, so then they're like, "We're going to make our masterpiece." Yes. So they do like the demon summing circles and like Jack Black. You need to calm down. My thing is like it's like, catch up like, on. I'm a- not looking for anything specific, but you're doing everything wrong. My thing is like he just poured a lot of ketchup on carpet and it made me uncomfortable and then they were like jumping in the circle and i'm like it's ketchup on a carpet it this i am i the only one who's aware of this yeah (laughs) did not care for it um so they're like looking through the magazines they're distraught (laughs) and kg notices that all the greats use the same guitar pick yeah interesting very interesting type of guitar pick a glowing green guitar pick. So they they see this thing, uh, this like you know 
kind of weird coincidence thing. And so they go to all knowledge for musical ability. <laughs> Guitar center. <laughs> and they go to like an actual guitar center. Um, like when they go in there, I just like was whiplashed with. I took guitar lessons for like maybe a month in like early middle school, mm-hmm. and I, I just like didn't like it, so I didn't want to continue. Because um, I was just I don't know I'm more of a wind instrument kind of. Guy oh, I taught myself guitar in early middle school, and I'm still not good at um, it. Um. Oh, nice. Got one. Um. And so they just like go to a guitar center. I was just like, "Oh God, this is this is a lot." Um, um, so they ask an employee um, who is, is Ben Stiller, which like who is the executive producer of this film. Which I I literally was just like, "Of course, Ben Stiller is in this." I don't know who else I expected to be in this role, but like, of course, it's him. I don't know why I would expect it to himself. I think my favorite role of Ben Stiller like has to be a, a Tony Wonder in Arrested Development. My favorite role of Ben Stiller was um, Rachel's angry boyfriend and friends. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not going to find an obscure one. I absolutely think it's Zoolander. 100%. Uh, no question. I've never seen Zoolander. Blue I Steel. should watch it. I'm aware. But I've never seen it. But yeah, so yeah. it's... Um, Incredible movie. So they're like asking Ben Stiller. It was like, hey, this is weird. And he's like, shh, shh. <laughs> no one can hear you. Follow me. And they go to this um, like broom closet where um, they kind of like talk to him, talk to them. And he like explains what the pick is. Which like, I love um, how he's uh, using the lighter, lighter to be like kind of ominous. But, but like... Kyle's like there's a light switch, switch right here and then he like flicks he's like no 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 oh okay well that's fine and they sit down and so there's already chairs in there which is <laughs> just concerning yeah so we find out about the history of the pick of destiny so um Ben Stiller became aware of it when he was a guitar um tech um and this guy there was at a show this guy was using it tosses it to the crowd and this guy Eddie Van Halen. Catches it. Eddie Van Halen catches the pig. But the thing that bothers me is that when they mention it, uh, Ben Stiller's character is like, oh, how did you hear about this? And it's like, dude, it's on the cover of three different magazines. Like, what do you mean, how do we hear about it? It's just out there. It's just in the public. And these just, uh, it just happens to be these two stoners just happen to... um, be the first one to, to pick, up, pick on it. up on this. Yeah. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, and then he like did some more research and it goes all the way back to the Vatican. Salvatore Parpadello. Which like, excuse me, props to the script writers. Cause the Latin is actually, like, I actually sat down, like I paused the movie and translated the Latin and it's actually basically correct. Yeah. It took him six years to translate the Latin. He was like, why don't you get a translator? He's like, I don't want other people to know. But at the same time, I feel like it shouldn't take I feel like it shouldn't take Latin's not that hard. I learned it at like 13 in like a year. It's not, it's not that difficult. Yeah. And so he was like talking about this wizard that um, was doing this summoning, Satanus, um, which is Latin for Satan. Um, um, so this blacksmith see what's going on. So this wizard's just fighting Satan. And he comes and, like, basically um, Bob the Builder 
yeah. his tooth off. Um, and then he, like, takes it and he uh, banishes him um, with this, you know, banishment spell <laughs> chance that everyone at this time knows, apparently, that I'm not um, familiar with questioning. So the wizard um, takes the tooth it's a casual and thing. makes a pick. Because he realized the blacksmith is trying to get uh, the affection of this lovely woman and wants to impress her with talent. Um, so he was like, I'll make you a pick for your loot, which loots don't have picks. Nope. No, um, we do not. <laughs> and then Might that's the last you. people, that's the last they've like heard of it until Robert Johnson had it next, who basically invented blues. Yeah. Incredibly talented individual. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this this pick is not supernatural. It's supra-natural. Which is a whole level above super. Yeah. <laughs> and they find out the pick is in the Rock and Roll History Museum Which, in Sacramento. Apparently, according to Ben Stiller's character, the Rock and Roll History Museum is an impenetrable fortress. And I was just like, doubt. <laughs> Hashtag press X to doubt, because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so then they go on this like road trip. Cause there's like, well, then it's the guest, the next tarot card. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, and so they go on this road trip to go well, to. How do they go on the road trip, Raven? You're missing crucial details. Am I missing crucial details? Does it? Yes, because it comes up later. And I don't want, we always do it be like, oh, yeah, we should have talked about this <laughs> <Yes>. before. <laughs> but like, yeah, this thing happened. Okay, you're caught up. You're with us now. <laughs> You're with it. Anyway, Raven, so we don't have to backtrack later. They need, they don't have a car. So who are they going to get a car from? The pizza the boy. The most loyal fan, Lee. Their only groupie. Who, yeah, he's a pizza delivery man, but also a driving instructor. So he has signs for both on the car. <laughs> Very lucrative And apparently business. he does driving he lessons nice while he's delivering pizzas, which is like, I see you. I see you out here hustling. Okay. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. And so he's multitasking. To, so they're driving, and then we get into like a dream sequence, which where they're like at the same bar. Yeah, and they're performing again for open mic night. And the yeah. uh, this the- time, the MC is like, oh, they didn't want me to say this. They didn't want me to read this out loud beforehand. But I love this band. Like, this is my favorite band. They're amazing. Blah, 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 blah. I wrote this. <laughs> yeah. And so then they come out and they start, they play the song Master Exploder. Yes. Which. Yes. <laughs> I know Patrick loves. Yes. <laughs> Which is I think this such song a good is great. Song. Uh. I, I wrote down, and I don't talk like this, um, I wrote down in my notes, uh, this shreds. <laughs> See, the thing that stuck out to me about this song, and this scene in general, is that they hired Amy Adams for the singular role of mouthing, I love you, at them <laughs> while they're playing. Which, like, so this movie... Raven, you're stealing my thunder. This movie came out in 2006. Enchanted came out in 2007. So it's like, Amy Adams, like, she was still sort of... When did uh, when did Ricky Bobby come out? Ooh, I think it was before this. I'm not sure, though. Probably before this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Amy Adams, while, like, 
she was still getting bigger. She was by no means like an obscure still trying to make it actress like you no this, you this paid money to get her talking, here <laughs> this this is what i'm talking about beforehand like when there's movies like these and like opportunities and like yeah a lot of these like famous people and celebrities they know each other they have different relationships with each other but like i feel like i hope that when they see something like this that they just get excited for it as well as, like, the fans, and be like, I have to be a part of this. Yeah. And they just have so much fun doing it. Amy Adams is one of those people for me. Because, like, I love her. Oh, yeah. The Arrival is such a fun movie to watch. Also, we will be doing um, Enchanted, because it is one of my favorite, like, musical, like, Disney, like, not, I don't know if it actually yeah. is Disney, but, like, those type of it movies. Is. It's not. It's not, no, it's it's not actually Disney. Book, but it is, it is a really good movie, yeah. and it's a really good book, too. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Amy Adams is. Well, I'm. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Ella Enchanted, not Enchanted. <laughs> oh yeah, Ella. You I mean, thinking honest of, mistake. Um, <laughs> but but um, also Enchanted is a very good film as well. Yeah. And so okay, so this song is basically, um, they're just like fucking rocking out. Like yeah. at one point, like the mic's on fire. Then all of a sudden, um. JB is wearing a chainmail vest. Yeah. <laughs> and like throughout the song, they just like, you know, shredding harder and harder. And, like, and their makeup they kind is of, like, like transformed. Yeah. And then we into... see Jack Black in like eyeliner, which is amazing. I got like very um, Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean. Turned on? Yes, also yeah. that. But um, Johnny Depp in Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> vibes, just like the heavy, like dark eyeliner. And like, I don't know. I just think eyeliner looks good on everybody like regardless of it does like everything it just it just looks good it, on everybody. it, it does yeah it was great so master exporter um so we get to like uh jack black oh, oh also he has the pick of destiny around his neck that's an important fact yes um so they like emphasize his powerful voice um and like uh kyle's like has this one like double guitar which is basically this woman like spread eagle yeah um, which is not appropriate. Um, <laughs> also not a practical and, guitar. Yeah, well, your mom is not watching. Listening. That's an audio medium, Patrick. We've already discussed this. Oh, right. Um, but, so, yeah. And then, um, also, this one guy, like, his, like, they, like, blow his brains out. Yes. Um, Patrick M. Walsh, um, who's, like, uh, does a lot of stunts for, like, a lot of movie. Hmm. He's a part of the stunts department. Um, and like things like Thor Ragnarok, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I love like Ragnarok. Like we're like, like really big things. Um and people are just loving it. There's this one woman who just cannot contain herself. <laughs> yeah. And she's just going crazy. Um uh, but here's the thing Molly Bryant is the actor's name. Here's and I love that for her. Here's the only thing that bothers me about the scene. And I even now I don't know why. Because I watched this yesterday. So it's been a full day since I watched this. I don't know why it bothers me, but the pick, the whole idea of the pick is that it helps you like playing guitar and it makes you sound awesome, sound like a super like rocker and do all these riffs and stuff like that. Yeah, but they're not using it to play the guitar. One, yeah, they're not using it to play the guitar. Two, you also hear awesome drum line going on in the back. And not only is there no drummer, the pick does not help with drummers be, or with drumming because it's a pick. And that's not how picks work. 
and it you just know, made me all upset. of a sudden kyle has six arms yes and he's playing like some weird demon guitar it's do picks work that way raven <laughs> at least it's a guitar <laughs> i've already talked about how the spread eagle woman is an impractical guitar <laughs> because how are you going to strum if you're playing two different it doesn't work doesn't work yeah and then they and then they start um with your mouth raven <laughs> which he, ah, do. does do so you know i'm not bad um, at it and then like uh they start chanting like jb jb and then i wrote down um scotch of hubris mayhaps just a scooch. um or jb um, wakes up, they get food, they go to this diner, and then who is the waitress? None other than Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler. Which, which oh, This she cast, might, I can't. Again, Wet Hot American Summer, which she's in. Another thing. I was like, oh, for sure. I hope she enjoyed playing this role. Yeah. Because, like, she was like, okay, whatever you want. Like, what the fuck do you want? Order, whatever. We don't have that. Very much, like bitter like don't want to be there waitress yeah um with an emotional backstory she has a black eye that jb recognizes as abuse yeah and he's um, just like oh like what happened to your eye and she's she said i burned myself with a curling iron and i was just like oh sweetie everyone knows that's a lie yeah, yeah. poor waitress um Damn. this movie got heavy and then we see these, like, three young girls, uh, like, college girls, like, looking over at them. Kyle sees them and is like, oh, let me make my moves. While JB is, like, making plans to st- steal the pick of destiny. Like, From the impenetrable like, fortress that is the Rock and Roll History Museum. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, the girls are making fun of him. Um, so he, like, walks over. And while that's happening... This guy whose bones just don't want to work in his favor <laughs> um, comes up, and this is where we're going to talk about the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Natural transition. Oh, so the strange this character, Tim Robbins, is Andy Dufresne from Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> he is the main character from that movie. Why is he I... doing this? This confused Why me. Why is he yeah. doing this? Again, I hope it's yeah. just because he like wants to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> he wants to. He just needed a fun and night he out. He was also the dad in Zithura. Um, just oh my god, I love Zithura. I haven't seen what? that movie in so long. Oh wow. Do 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 do. Yeah. Cool, Why cool, is cool. Andy Dufresne in in this? Don't do not know. Do not. Okay, so he does give them because he he hears him like talking about or sees like his plans and stuff that he's drawing. Which granted, his plans on the museum brochure is just break in here. <laughs> yeah, and then and then he's like, I know what you're doing. He was like, Oh, you're rock and roll types, and then Eastern European accent says the subtitles. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's like, No, 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 we're just businessmen. And it's like, why are there guitars in your car? Um, and he, like, notices the guitars and, like, sees the plan. And then we cut over to KG, who's, like, lying to the women. It's like, yeah, we're on the way to, like, the Rock and Roll History Museum. Because we're getting inducted. To be inducted. And they're like, oh, my God. Hell yes. We're into that. Yeah. And then we go back to the stranger, who just, like, scoots his chair awkwardly <laughs> for too long. 
which was so for funny. so long. It was so funny, and like JB was like, "Okay, I gotta go to the bathroom." So he like gets followed to the bathroom, and just like you know, shitting while this guy's like confronting him, because <laughs> um, farts and poop are funny. <laughs> I love that. It's scientifically accurate. And so then the guy like slides in this little like napkin under the door. And he's like, oh, here's the perfect plan for breaking into the museum. And the perfect plan is just a drawing of two air ducts with an arrow going from one of them. It's so funny. And I feel like, well, yes, it is indeed a plan to technically break in. It's just, it's not... That's not enough. That's not the whole thing. Yeah. That's. I will say the air ducts were drawn very well, though. They were. Yeah. So, like, yeah, very well drawn, Vince. Yes. Um. Okay. So, like, we get back to the three women and Kyle. Um. And like, find out they're like, you should totally play for a sorority party. Yeah. They're like, oh, we'd love to. Like, you're. You've got to be like really good. Um, to get inducted and we're having this party you should totally come and the one girl um is like oh like i'll ride with you to give you directions like very very flirty and he's just like okay you know yeah, like, i think that was isabella seven it's also Brittany eldridge and laura everly yes were the three women um, um but like we also like find out like even though like now he has the master plan like, it's very still difficult because the stranger character name um, lost his leg trying to get it because of security lasers. So, like, it is no. not an easy... It was because of the door. The, secu- the door the came down door? his leg. Oh, I thought he already knew about the lasers when they got to No. Him. The door came down on his leg. That's what it was. Gotcha. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and so then JB and KG are talking, and KG was like, oh, we gotta go to the sorority party. And JB's like, no, I have a perfect plan. And this is where we, like, see what the plan is. Um, and just like, we have to do this. And they kind of have a falling out. Because um, JB is like, is it tits or destiny? And then KG lifts, lifts up his shirt and he's like, tits. T- yeah, 100% tits. So JB quits. He's like, you know what? I'll get the pick myself. And KG goes off to the sorority party with a card. Yes. And so then we see um, the tarot card, The Divide. And that is the song that we go into next. Um, it's like, why? Good song. Heartbreaking song. <laughs> it's like two words. <laughs> and so uh, they drive off. JB's mad. Throws a rock. Breaks the taillight to the car. Mm-hmm. Important fact. That comes up later. That's fair. Um... And so they're at the party, um, and KG is like given a guitar. And it's like you have to play. And it's like okay, this is one of our songs. No, it's, it's called history. But he's just like no, because she's uh, she says like oh, you have to like play something for us because you're this famous rocker. And he's like oh, he's I like, don't I have don't my guitar. guitar. And then just like a disembodied hand just like randomly thrusts a guitar at him out of the crowd. And then he starts. He's like oh, well, this is the song that. JB and I uh, made up together about our the history of the our band. The only song they the have. The only song they have. And he starts to play it, and for a second, everyone's interested. And the second he starts singing, they're just like, this is terrible. And start laughing and stop him. And the DJ just starts playing again. And I'm just like, yeah. that's so sad. But also, what did you think would happen? 
you're not yeah. a famous rocker or anything. You're you're not the, you're not even the singer of You're the, not Jack like, Black. He does sing in it though. He does sing in it, but he's not the like main singer, like the lead singer. Yeah. He doesn't have the pipes uh, for so then we, Master Exploder. That's true. Yeah. He has the silver fingers but not the uh voice, of, the gold. voice of gold, yeah. Um, so then we go back to Jack Black, and he's in the woods, and he's like, oh, I was hungry. Oh, my God. Um, and he just starts eating wild mushrooms and just starts tripping. <laughs> yes. Which, okay. Ringing, you seem concerned. <laughs> kids, if you're watching... One, I hope you're not listening to the podcast. Kids this, is not appropriate, this. this is not appropriate listening. for children. Um, two, kids, if you're ever out anywhere in nature... Um, don't eat random mushrooms or any plants of any kind that you just find out in the wild unless you are absolutely certain that you know what it is. Um, a lot of things in nature, even if they're not poisonous, a lot of things in nature just have weird effects on your body. And I would not recommend. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he was like, oh, yeah, I'm feeling good, feeling juicy the words flowed <laughs> out in the yeah, juiciest and like kind of bubbles the same font as like children's alphabet magnets on a refrigerator the ex- yes oh that is the exact aesthetic way to go campbell and so um then we get into the it's song very alice in wonderland um kind of mushroom forest like about to meet the you know the hookah caterpillar yeah um, and then runs into uh, Sasquatch. And he's like, Sasquatch? And he was like, oh, hey, JB. Uh, played by John C. Riley. I was, okay, so I saw John C. Riley Mr. Credited. Cellophane himself. I saw John C. Riley credited <laughs> on this movie, and I was like, John C. Riley, where was he? I didn't even recognize him. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah he was a Sasquatch. Dewey Cox himself. Um, um, yeah, so then we get into the song. He knows Jables. He knows him. Um, oh God, they're so, he's so high. <laughs> so we get into the song, Papa Ganu, <laughs> He's My Sassafras, which is which a Raven wild scene. Which is my scene. new pet day for you. It's, no, it's, uh, I mean, it's <laughs> better than Bijou. It's, that or Bijou. it's better than Bijou. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's nice. like... Yeah, so J. Uh, so there's Sasquatch, the dad, and he has his whittle baby Sass, JB. They're going through like okay, so this is the point where I thought about Spy Kids when they're going in the Strawberry River. It reminded me of the kids show in Spy Kids with like that they had to play like the spies were get like transformed into the monsters or whatever. Um, okay. And you had to play the sounds in reverse. To like know that they're like they're like help me help me we're trapped here uh, blah, okay blah, blah. okay I can see they're that all like sliding down it's like very yo gabba gabba yeah um it's yeah that's I thought about spice. there's a it's party in my dummy that's fair for so me so <laughs> for me the song oh and he's also just drowned they're like oh yeah super high in the strawberry river no he's Cuts straight up drowning drowning <laughs> <laughs> um. it's so funny. <laughs> Okay, so drowning. Yeah. And then it's like, yeah. it's time to fly. So he gets on Sasquatch's <laughs> back and he just starts climbing a tree. Um, which isn't the, even the same motion. It's not at and, all in the slightest. And in the song, he's just talking about his Sasquatch dad. He's like, he's going to protect me. Um, and just like the slight pause before me. I just really like it, like melodically. 
Um, and then half man, half machine. And then he says in the song, these lyrics don't make any sense. And you were correct, Jack Black. They do not. (laughs) Yeah. And then he like just falls off the tree and should have died many (laughs) times. Oh, he was literally drowning in the river. Like there's no way he was not getting water directly into his lungs during that bit. So he might drown, like, an hour later. Dry drowning is a thing. You are correct, Patrick, because you are are trained in that sort of stuff. So I trust you. I am trained in drowning. (laughs) Patrick. uh, Very good at it. Um, EMT. Yes, I am an empt. (laughs) An empt book, if you will. (laughs) That's silly. Uh, Um, Okay, so then we get in, we go back to Kyle, and there's like, he tries to get a beer from the keg. It's empty, and he looks into the beer, and he remembers all the good times. And we get into the song Dude, parentheses. I totally totally miss miss you. you. Really cute song. It's wonderful. So he's just like seeing really good times. With JB. Yeah, yeah. Same. Um, at, at one point, here's like explaining, it like looks like it's like, oh, I couldn't get the thing. And KG's like upset and then pulls out a bunch of weed. Um, so anyway, this song is pre- pretty much like, bro, I fucking love you. Yes. I miss you like all the time. And then like Kyle's leaving and there's this like dick college student that takes his cup and, and throws, like, throws at his it head. at him. Who is played by Colin Hanks, uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks' son. Of course. Why <laughs> he not? He's the love interest in The, ho- uh, the House Bunny. And, oh! Like, uh, he's been in like, a lot of Drunk History episodes. Okay. My favorite one that he was in, that he was Mr. Rogers, which is funny because his dad played Mr. Rogers in that one movie. Yeah. Played so Mr. Rogers. Yeah. yeah. Mr. So Rogers' neighborhood. Colin <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That was the dick. And then we get into, back to JB, we get into the song, Breakin' City, parentheses, Storm the Gate. Um, so JB's just like singing while narrating the spying. Um, and he's like, ninja style, samurai style. And like, he like sees this like, I mean, like tall, tallish building and he just has like the drainage pipe. And he's like, I have to climb this. And then he does effortlessly. Which... Um, which at first I was just Skipped. like, I don't think he can do uh, that. Doubt. But then I remembered it's Jack Black and he's very nimble. That's fair. And so he, then he's like narrating. He's like, flip. Cat like reflexes. But in song form. And then we go to the security guards <laughs> that are just like. Not caught. even paying attention. <laughs> and these security guards are so incompetent. It's so funny. And isn't so, one of them Fred Armisen? Fred Armisen is one. Yeah. Who, if you don't know him, Saturday Night Live, Portlandia. He's hilarious. Um, he's Tico and Los Spookies, which I highly recommend. Um, and then the other one is Ned Bellamy, um, who I like. He looked familiar. I was like pretty sure he was in the episode of Scrubs, and he was. He was in the episode Their Story, where it's Ted, oh. the Todd, and Jordan like having their time, and he was the other plastic surgeon who was super obsessed yeah. he's like oh aren't you little busy little bee and he's like really like antagonist to turk in that episode why did like you remember that bees well i mean i remember i like thought he was well because scrubs. scrubs is like the best why. show ever and then i looked at his no no I, scrubs is I looked amazing at his credits but and then it, this credits he was like he was in the episode their story and from that i knew who he was um so then 
uh, KG call, or is like talking to him on the radio. So we see him in the air, air ducts and everything. Um, and KG is talking to him on the radio and he's just, Oh, after he swan dives into a vent and then almost breaks his neck. He should have broken his neck from that. 100%. He, he, well, he should have drowned. So that's facts. Um, yeah. So then KG calls him on the radio and it's just like, Oh, um, you know, I, we should like make up, like all this other stuff, like I miss you, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, oh, this line is reserved for rock and rollers and you're not very rock and roll. So you can't use, like, you can't use this line or whatever. Um, and he's just like, but I'm here. Like, I'm here to help you. And then he just shows up in the air duct. Yeah. Which means he also <laughs> did all the acrobatics. All the to acrobatics. Get in. Yeah, yeah. The flip. Uh, which is so much fun. And then they were just like, I really missed you. Yeah. They're so cute. Uh, um, and he's just sweet. like, he's like, oh, but you, you know, you left me for, like, you betrayed me for the party. And he's like, well, the saying is sex, drugs, and then rock and roll. I was just following the code. <laughs> Which, like, he's not Which wrong. is fair. You know, he was not wrong. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, it's fun because, like, KG was doing the sex. JB was doing the drugs. And together, they're back doing the rock and roll. Indeed. Indeed. And isn't that the beauty of friendship? Yeah. So they're talking, and then they are two um, heavier men, um, (laughs) and the air duct just falls. (laughs) And the security guard's like, oh, maybe I heard something. I think I heard something. I'm super stoned. Yeah, at first I thought he was in the same room, and I was like, are you kidding me? I thought he was in the same room, too. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, he, like, goes in there, like, looks around, and in typical Scooby-Doo and Shaggy fashion they present pretend to be part of the which i love like that whole trope of like characters posing as mannequins and or statues in a shop and or museum to escape notice i love it it comes up so much in a lot of different tv shows and movies and i love it every single time even i i mean i love it so much because i mean i to this day still love scooby-doo yes with a burning passion i love scooby-doo and it just as it's you should, so, Patrick. So I will say that I think um, Zombie Island is one of the best movies ever. I agree, and I think uh, it's Terror Timer again reminds me of the Offspring song "You're Gonna Go Far, Kid," which I think I talked about in the podcast. Yeah, at some point, like, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so they fool the high security guard, um, Doctor Green, um, and then they're like, "Okay." The security guard's like, okay, if I do see so- someone, I'm just going to shoot and call it self-defense. And I'm like, yikes. <laughs> yikes. Yikes. What a yikes. topical thing to hear. In 2020. Um, Lovely. 2021. Well, it's 2021 when, I we, assume it's, when we publish this, but... I assume it... I assume, well, that, that problem is not there. Yeah, I assume it's going to still be topical. Um, Facts. Okay. Yeah. So then he was like, okay, going to punk. Um, and then Jack Box like, we are the shadows and like starts sneaking around very slinky, like, not like, slinky, like are... very, very obviously. <laughs> I mean, does it get caught? They were Raven? not, they were not inconspicuous in the Raven. slightest. Raven, did they get caught? No, because the guard was high in a completely different room. That, 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 that. All I'm saying they is succeeded. they were in that, 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 that. Com- open, 
view of everything. It's just that the guard was yeah, like completely Yeah, so they immediately ruined. got caught because they were so bad at it, correct? Oh Raven? my Is gosh. That what telling me? Anyway. <laughs> so then they find the... They see the janitor. Yeah. And then, like, he goes away, and they go to, like, the sign, marquee kind of, like, situation. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, like a mall map. Yeah. Um, and they're, they have to go to um, the guitar way to heaven, to the guitar god's room. Yeah. Because that's where they assume the pick of destiny is. And so, yeah, and so they, they open these, like, golden gates to this, like, nice, great stairwell. Um and they start climbing, and the stairs like turning gold as they're climbing up them. Or then the stairs turn gold as like a sequence, and they climb up them, which I think is really cool. Like the stairway to heaven, indeed. Yeah, indeed. I mean it's literally, it's called the guitar way to heaven. So, <laughs> um, and so then they get they get up there, and they see this giant display with like all these like amazing guitars from like different uh, amazing guitarists and like bands and all this sort of stuff. And they see in the top one, they see the pick. Of destiny, mm-hmm. that is yeah. Satan's pick. And they, they, they are. They're about to go get it, and they're like, "Wait, the lasers!" But the thing that Laser. bothers me, Cezaline, is the is lasers didn't appear until JB said, "Like he either, either the lasers didn't appear until JB said lasers, or KG is just blind and or dumb as shit because." <laughs> I mean, I you like there could be things in plain view that you don't notice if you're so like tunnel minded, like you're like really. But like a field of lasers in front of your face. It's it's been wild. I mean, they're probably exhausted from mission and possibly um, like their way into the complex. Um, so yeah, Doubt. lasers, and then um, JB's like, I got this one. And he, like, Mission Impossible. The song is so funny. Because it's very, like, video game techno music. Yes. And then it's just, like, Danger. Laser. Tetris. Impossible. Cubert. Frog. And it just, like, starts saying, like, arcade games. Dig Dug. Marble Madness. Um, and then he gets to a point where, like, I don't, like, I'm... I'm, like, stuck. I can't do anything more. And, and then he notices... That there's a button... Uh, I like to like turn off the lasers. The entire field of lasers. The laser group. But the problem is, he can't reach it with any of his appendages. So then, but maybe those he can. dick push-ups. Those push-ups. And so then, KG says, "Oh my god, use your cock or use the cock or whatever." And the only yeah, thing like, use the force. I could think of was use Luke. the force, Luke. Use the Schwartz. <laughs> um. Uh, Good old baseball. And so, but then he does. It. He actually. And manages... We do fun fact. We learned that he's wearing a button fly jean. Yes, uh, we learn <laughs> it in the most disturbing way possible. <laughs> yeah, his dick is getting so hard that the buttons are popping off. And like the pop off. Only says. thing I wrote during the scene was I don't like that I said that. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> So you just see his uh, penis um, shrouded by his underwear. Some tidy whities Yeah. And he presses the button. Yeah. And so then um, they, like, try to reach it. JB's on Kyle's shoulders, can't reach it. JB, and a wonderful feat of strength. KG. Like, steps. Yeah, KG, sorry. Uh, steps up 
to the ledge while carrying a full ground man. Yeah, like him. fully on his shoulders. Physics was not on his side. Reaches it, and then they're like, um, like knock the speakers over, and they're like, let's haul ass, haul ass, immediately fall. Trip and fall. But it works out for them, because then they get to use one of the giant speakers as like a sled going down the stairs. Which yeah, is... like a like a fun mattress. Yeah. Okay. So they make it down the stairs. Yes. Um, and then the two security guards see them and be like, hold up, take out their guns. And they're <laughs> you like, think draw their guns to- and start firing? There's only one way to get out of this. Power slide. So they power slide for feet. <laughs> yes. While the security it, gu- door is closing. And it bothers me so much because I'm just like, you only need it to power slide to physically make it under the door. It makes no sense to start power sliding in the middle of the room and in no it's way would you have right had now. enough momentum. I want to hey, do really? like, because I also really love, works. among other YouTube really? channels that I love, I like Cinema really? Sense, but I also love film theory and I want to do a film theory on how much momentum they would have had. Did did it look cool? It didn't. It looked fake. It was bad. I love the it movie. Cool. Incorrect. It the cool. security guards, it was like, that was so cool. cool what happened in front of the like, yeah, I've never fired the a gun The physical power slide was cool, but the fact that they managed to sustain it for so long against Yeah, and all while they're physics. doing it, we're hearing, we're hearing Won't Get Fooled Again by the Who. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, okay, so then they're outside like, oh, we did it. And then who who appears but a tall drink of water with a silver spoon stuck <laughs> in his ass. Andy, Andy Dufresne himself, uh, the stranger. Oh that really gosh. got you, Raven. It really did. <laughs> um, and he's just like, oh, you're going to give me that pick. And then he pulls out a knife and she's like, oh, I'm going to stab you. And, and then there's like, we can just... Run. No, they, they were like, they're like, oh no! And he was like, come over here, I'll stab you then. And like, Jack Black's like, no, we're not gonna come to you so that you can stab us. He was like, okay, well then I'll come to you, or whatever. And then he's like hobbling towards them. And Casey's just like, you know, we can just like leave. We can just run away way yeah. faster than he can move ever. <laughs> yeah, and then like the the, the police come. And he's like, oh, stop right there. And he's like, catch you'll me never if you catch can. me. And they yeah. They so easily. <laughs> they literally just, they just walk up to him and grab his arms. <laughs> um, yeah. And then we get into the tarot card Two Kings. Yeah. And so we see them driving away and they've made a clean getaway. They're doing great. And then there's a cop that just slides up behind them. And it's just, oh. And what do they notice, Raven? He notices that they have a broken taillight. Um, mm. Mm. And so he turns on his siren, and it's just like, oh, you know, like, I'll pull him over the broken taillight, whatever. And then JB's like, okay, just act cool. They don't know. We're in, like, we're fine. Just be normal. And KG freaks out and like steps on it and just starts peeling out of there and so then they get into yeah. this car chase car chase city car chase city and here's Which my is thing basically what the fuck kyle so the, what what the police song. officer says on the radio of like oh the assailants Kirk are going the assailants are the going officer. uh southbound northbound whatever he says um on this highway and my, they're bounding and my thing is like how do they go from just because the the cop 
doesn't know that these are the guys that stole the pit. I don't think. They haven't established that. So my thing is just like, how did they go from just two random dudes with yeah, a broken they're, they're taillight being pulled over to assailants? Like, before the cop to like go talk to them, then they like peel off. Yeah. And so he doesn't know that they are fugitives or stole, well, not technically fugitives yet, but like that they stole the pick or anything like that. Do you think they think they're just suspicious of something? Oh, no, I think they're suspicious, but I just like the fact that they just went from like two broken dudes. (laughs) Don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, God, the Saperstein's. God, I love Um, Parks and Rec. Hashtag Amy Poehler. Um, Yeah, so this song is also so funny because like Obviously, they're on completely different pages of what they should do, but luckily, they're in a driver's ed car. There's two sets of brakes. <laughs> True. And, like, in the song, like, uh, and then, like, Lee sees on the TV, like, this car chase. And, and like, he's like, that's my car. car. And calls them, so, like, typical 90s car phone. Yeah. And be like, hey, I thought it was just- how's it going, guys? And he's like, how's it going, guys? And JB's like, oh, going great. Uh, meeting went well. Um, yeah, something's happening. It's fine. It's like, yeah, things are going really great. It's like, yeah, I'm so scared of the progress we're making. Like, I'm so scared. <laughs> um, and like, there's, and just seeing like his car getting destroyed. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Anything else you want to tell me? He's like, nope. He's like, uh, we'll see you soon. He's like, what's all that noise? And he's like, oh, we're watching a movie about a car chase. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's so scary. Uh, it's, they're at a drive-in. Um, okay, we gotta go now because we're watching the movie. You're ruining it. Okay, bye. Um, and then, like we saw when Kyle was playing like the video game before, he like misses like the jump in the video game, but he does it in real life. And I was like, that car flip was sick that, that was, was like so it destroyed cool. their two left like driver's side tires but it was really cool and then the car also caught on fire caught on fire like and immediately so, but, like, and then the cops like okay we, we're going to need like paramedics like they're they're fried and they're dead yeah and then we see them like going into the sewers which i i call bull because i don't believe that they both got out of that car that quickly Safely, with how with nimble no one we've noticing seen them, them to be that they were before. We've seen, scaling, we've seen, J- we've seen them scale. We've seen JB nimble scale building. How we else didn't, was we KG didn't see them. like we Olympic KG be nimble at any point in this movie. But do we? How else did? Because technically, get into he the didn't. He no, but we know, know what happened. The, he saw the plans. The plan is a picture of an air duct with an Yeah, and he knew which it. correct one to go oh into, so gosh. how did he get there, Raven? Okay. How did he get there? Fine. I just think them being able to get out of the car and into that sewer that fast with no one noticing is a little unrealistic. That's the unrealistic part of this. And gotcha. it's the only unrealistic cool, part of this cool. entire So movie. they're like, so they're in the sewers. We're going to move on because Raven's just being unreasonable. Um, okay. Um, I'm glad you agree. Um, <laughs> she's so good. <laughs> so much fun. I mean, she uh, did, technically. Too easy. Yeah. Um, technically correct, which is what, Raven? Oh, I hate you. So then... What is we... it? Don't say it. I'm not going to move on until you say it. Technically correct is what? It is the best kind of correct. Thank you. 
So, <laughs> JB is like, okay, we're going to go this way. This is the part I have a problem with. So he just knows the sewer systems of California? Yes. You don't? I mean, yeah. This is what you're okay with? <laughs> furious. I am furious with you, Raven. I see no issue also, with the, the I, I love the idea that a single sewer connects, like, Sacramento to L.A., like a continuous <laughs> sewer line. <laughs> Yeah, the whole so state like, has just like one continuous They like sewer. come from the sewers and they're in front of the bar. That It's just in time for the open mic competition. Which like, when did they smell terrible? Among many other things. Namely, JB still being high. I in, in the beginning. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, we all um, saw Cagey's apartment, so. Yeah, so they made it to the bar and then they're like, okay, we got the pick. But then try to figure out who's going to use it. And then... They start it's getting hella Lord jealous. Of the Rings, my precious. Yeah. Um, and they was like, no, it's mine. It's mine. And like, honestly, it would make sense for Kyle to use it. Just saying. It does like, make the most sense for him to use it. He's the lead guitarist. Yeah. And so they break it in half. And then the MC comes out and it's just like, oh, it's, it's, it's fine. Okay. And I wrote, uh, I wrote down. Satan's not in a guitar pick. He's in he's your in heart. And I wrote down, <laughs> um, maybe the real Satan was the friends that we made along the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that phrase and using it. Like that. <laughs> Especially if you replace like both of it. It's like maybe the real guitar pick was the Satan we met along the way. I like that. <laughs> So they're like, you're right, we can do this show. So they, like, leave, and then the MC like, picks up the guitar pick, and he's just like, huh, and, like, walks away, and he's just like, <laughs> Surprise, Satan. Um, Who is played by? Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. <laughs> who Dave they Grohl. are very good Don't. friends with. <laughs> I love yeah, it. Yeah, which you don't know who he is. Again, shame on you. Um, the, Even the I know who he man. is, and I've honestly never heard a Nirvana song in my life, or Foo Fighters, I don't think. Uh, okay, I have a lot wrong I with couldn't name a single said. song by... Ooh, wait, no, like wait, no, I know, I know the song, It Smells Like Team Spirit, but the only reason I know Weird that song Al. is because on the old... Guitar Hero? No, on the old Harry Potter site, not Pottermore, but MuggleNet, they allowed, like, you could write, like, parodies, <laughs> you could write Harry Potter parodies of songs, and there was one that was, like, Smells Raven, Like I think, Something. I honestly um, think that something is Harry Potter related. And I was like, who? I was like, what song is this? And then I looked Raven. it up, and it was... Based on smells like Teen Spirit. You're not going to hide your shame. I'm not ashamed of this. I'm not ashamed of this. I I like Dave Grohl as a person, but I I don't know a sing like even then. It smells like Teen Spirit. I don't think I've ever. I couldn't tell you what the song sounds like. I don't think I've ever heard it in my. I probably I probably physically heard it, but I don't know what it sounds like. I don't I don't know the song, and I don't know that I know any songs by the Foo Fighters. I'm sure I've heard them, but I don't. Yes, you. Oh, this oh is my upsetting. god, that's like anyway. two like incredibly well known. Anywho, um, Dave Grohl plays Satan, and so like he has the power. He is complete again, um, and then they come back out like Kyle and Jack, and be like, "Wait a second, now it's in two. We can both use it. There's probably some still power in there. See the devil." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> Yeah, and then we get into uh, Beelzebub, which is a great song name. Yeah, which is, okay, so 
um, he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you. And they're like, wait a second. We challenge you to a rock battle. you. Yeah, and he's like, curses, there's no, like, the demon clause or the demon contract prevents me from ever saying no to a rock, like, to a rock battle. It's just like... Or, like, some kind of competition or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then it was like, what are the terms? And it was like, okay, um, if we win, you go back to hell and uh, pay our rent. And he's like, okay. Definitely I mean, something like, we need. You take KG and you can he, do whatever he, you want with him. <laughs> and KG's just like, like wait, what the him, fuck? My favorite line in this whole movie is you can make him gargle mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. No. Uh, mayonnaise is disgusting. So, and then also and then the innuendo Rolls is disgusting. just starts crushing it musically. Well, yeah, because it's find out Dave the devil fucking loves Roll. metal. And then he was like, I've never lost a competition. I was like, but... What about when you went to, down to Georgia, sir? Facts. Yeah, so then we see Dave Grohl fucking just killing like it on the drums. Yeah, and he's just singing, and like drums. he's just like, basically the lyrics like, I'm gonna fuck KG. Yeah, and I love, like, the reveal in the background and everything. I love that Satan is a dungeon daddy. I just feel like it fits, and I, I'm here this for it. This is the daddy you don't have a problem with, Raven? Shut up. On brand. Uh, <laughs> also, I think it's like, how is no one noticing this? Like, it, uh, granted, it could just be like a fever dream because we've seen them have those before. But I, it seems like they were transported somehow because when they like started the battle, like all those like you know towers of speakers surrounded them at the beginning. Yes, during Satan's part, but then there's a point where like before they get to their part, those go away and they're just out Aren't in the middle just, of the like, street, in the parking lot. They're just yeah. in the parking lot. Of this, like, shitty bar. Yeah. Um, and yeah. no one sees this, like, 10, 15 foot tall Satan. That's just... Yeah. <laughs> it's LA. Okay. They probably okay. saw it and ignored it because it was weird. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So it was Tenacious D's turn, and KG was like, I don't feel too confident about this. Which is valid um, because... And JB was like, no, we have the pick that we need. And pulls out the KG pick. Which, which is really sweet. cute. And it's like, we're going to blow this fucker down, all sung lyrically, impressively by Jack Black. Mm-hmm. And Which is, and it's like low-key a bop. Yeah, you're the devil, we are the D. And like, while they're like singing, it's so funny. It was just like, yeah, we're going to do this. And then Kyle would sing to himself. It's like, yeah, because I don't want to get fucking fucking <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so it got to a point, um, do like, they do like the rock symbols, like at, the devil does like at them like shoots lightning yeah which i think it was i I do think it was dio that like really like made that popular the horns yeah yeah for the rock symbol um and like shoots lightning and they, they like it's like reflected off and it like blows off like the devil's horn yeah and so they take it and that's like like the tooth before and the blacksmith he is no that's longer complete to... yeah no longer complete um and so they banish the devil and then, like, we did it with our music. And I was like, no. You no, you, you did it because of that's how uh, banishments work in this universe, apparently. <laughs> yeah. And so, they we're like, then the next scene, we see them, like, back Well, and then they just walk night. away. They don't play the open mic night, which is why they came in the first place. Yeah, because it's not that they wanted to prove themselves. They they, 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 they did it the devil. because they needed done. money for rent. That's, that's like, Oh, that's fair. And they defeated him, so now they have money for rent. Yeah. that's No, no, no. But, like... I think if they won the battle, like the music battle, then he would be banished and they would get the money for rent. 
but they didn't win the music battle. He just coincidentally was sent back to hell. They don't have rent money. But then I they 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 they, they I, I assumed and then like they don't have the rent money. Like that's not like the part of the deal. Like Oh, uh, like, I assume that like the deal was because over. the end result was that he ended up losing and being banished to hell. But that wasn't the challenge. The challenge wasn't get him back to hell. The challenge was to beat him in a music battle. That's fair. But also, like that doesn't from, explain like, why they didn't play the open mic night, because if they need rent money, then they should Yeah, no, no, that's why it's funny. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to me. <laughs> They're like, okay, we beat the devil. It was like, okay, but that wasn't the plot of the movie. You just need rent money. You just need why, money Why, why are you rent. leaving? No, go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah. So then we get to the final credits and the song pick up. Well, Destiny. no, there's a lot. There, 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 there's a lot. I mean, there happens. is, but like. It's important. Okay. Okay, so like the pick of destiny that was found like that was made, what are they gonna do with a horn? Um, they made a bomb. As any, you know, sane they, person like, would do. And they're going to record the song they played to beat the devil. And they, <laughs> they can't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So they have the bong of destiny that draws like a pencil, which I really like that phrase. Same. I thought it was hilarious. And then we get into the credits. Indeed. And the song Pick of Destiny. Pod. Which is just the summary of the movie. Which is great. Um, yeah. And then we get into like the second credit song called The Metal. Which is basically, you can't kill metal rock. Um, it will live on forever. Punk tried. New Wave tried. Grunge tried. Um, no one can destroy it. You may beat it down, but it will always remain metal um and then we get to the after credit scene oh i did not see that like uh, okay well i'm gonna tell you what it is okay um so they're like it's kyle and jack around the tape recorder and jack is like we have to have a masterpiece literally don't make a sound unless it's a masterpiece (laughs) and they like he hits record and then kyle looks like he gets inspiration he's about to play and he just farts (laughs) That's and amazing. He's like I thought, he was like, I thought, I, and then he like, I thought I felt something, and then Jack's like, okay, let's play it back, and then the movie ends. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Okay. So that is the movie. Yes. Um, Raven, would you like to talk about the composition as we do with all musicals? Yes. So this one's very interesting. So, um, how so? Obviously, the the majority of the music was done by Tenacious D. Um, so we'll get to them in a second, but a lot of the composition outside of the uh, actual like songs right. of the musical uh, was done by John King, who mm-hmm. um, he is half of Dust Brothers, who is a another kind of duo of songwriters and producers. Um, so they worked on the Paul's Boutique album by the Beastie Boys. They also worked on the albums um, Odelay. Midnight Vultures and uh, Guero by Beck. I love Odelay. Yes, oh, that is cool. They also God. they also did the soundtrack to Fight Club and the song Mbop by Hanson. Which okay, Mbop is such it's a good such song. a good song. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, and so um, John <laughs> King was actually. I love wait, that. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember um, Shorty McShort Shorts? The 21st of September. From um, that too. Do you remember Shorty McShort Shorts on the Disney Channel? 
It was like a series no. of mini video, no. like mini. Show. Okay, no. So that might that might have been before, like after my time. It was it was like Disney in the Channel. early mid two thousands. Um, but yeah, so Disney Channel had a series at that of point. The only things I watched on the Disney Channel was the Proud Family and Boy Meets World. That's oh, Proud Family was so good. Um, yeah, Gosh, so Disney Channel had a so series of tough. like mini videos. Like they were usually like four, five oh, like minutes Mike's or something super like that. Short show. Yeah, sort of like that, but it was called Short and McShort Shorts. Oh. Yeah. Um, and so John King did the music for one of them called Boys on the Run, which is wild. Uh, it was like a three part series, but he did the music for it. And so he was nominated for an Annie Award for that, which is basically like the highest honor. It's like an Academy Award for animation, basically. Um, he also won a Grammy for his work on Steve Earle's album, Washington Square, Serenade, um, which he's just another great, like, very great artist. Dust Brothers worked with Tenacious D quite a bit. Um, and just find it, like, really cool that he helped do a lot of the composition for this movie. Um, so Tenacious D themselves, uh, we've already said that they are Jack Black and Kyle Gass, obviously the stars of this movie. Um, so they are and very good hearts. friends. Huh? And of our hearts. And of our hearts, Absolutely. indeed. Um, so they are very good friends with Dave Grohl, who's featured in this movie, as well as on their debut album. So he was their drummer on their debut yeah. album, because Dave Grohl is an amazing drummer. Um, and so the thing I found interesting was that Pick of Destiny was actually a failure in the box office. Like, I think the budget for it was like 20 million and they only got like 13 or 14 million in the box office. Um, at the time. But yeah, at the time, but it's become a cult classic. Afterwards, like, so they had a, a subsequent tour that was like kind of the, the soundtrack from the movie and everything. And they sold out, like they sold out or very nearly sold out a lot of arenas, like almost all the arenas for their tour, including Madison square garden. And they also wrote the album Rise oh, of the I Phoenix, which is basically so like bad. making, like making fun of like Pick of Destiny and like how much of a failure it was. Um, and they were nominated for a Grammy for best comedy album for the album, making fun of the movie that was like a comedy movie that well, failed. Well, the well they office. didn't win that Grammy. They didn't win, but they were nominated for it, which I think is still. But they did win a Grammy. Though. Yeah, Campbell, I'm getting to that. Um, I'm just excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so they also had uh, a mini series called Tenacious D and Post Apocalypto, um, and the subsequent album called Post Apocalypto that was basically like everyone wanted them to make another movie, even though no one really supported the first movie. So I don't know why they want to make them make a second one, but everyone wanted them to make another movie, so they made the like mini series instead. Um, and then that like that album and everything did really well, and then. Um, after, you know, Dio passed away, they did, uh, there was like a compilation charity cover album called Ronnie James Dio, This Is Your Life. That was basically meant to be like, um, like all the proceeds from it and stuff, I think went to like cancer research or something. So they were featured on that compilation album and they did a cover of The Last in Line, which they won a Grammy for. Yeah, they are amazing and i think it's so great that um that they've been able to do this because like also jack black and kyle gas when they first met they didn't like each other at first and then they kind of just like 
slowly became friends and then he like Kyle started teaching Jack more of the guitar. Jack started teaching Kyle like more about acting and all that stuff. And so they became this kind of duo together. And then later in their career when Jack started getting more into acting and have a lot of acting success. Like Kyle was like cool and like kind of did his own thing and like started other bands like musical works and stuff like that. Um, and I think it's great because Kyle also has a, uh, YouTube channel where he teaches people, um, not only like a lot of music theory and like how to care for a guitar and like all these other things about playing a guitar, but also he teaches people like, how to play the songs from Tenacious D and like from a lot of their like albums and stuff, primarily because he got mad at people like releasing Doing incorrect chord progressions tutorials. or chord structures or tutorials about the songs. So he was just like, fuck it, I'm gonna do this myself. Um and I think it's just great. Like I think together they're just such such a great pair. And I think the work and the art that they put out in the world is just really cool. So yeah. They're so great. Okay. So at this point, like uh the beginning of the episode um, very unlike how many drinks we normally have in an episode, we're going to go shotgun another beer. Um, and I'm feeling frisky, so I'm going to shotgun two. Which I oh, applaud you, because I will not do that. I, I think I'll participate one. in the same. And then we are going to come back, and Raven and I are going to attempt to play Kickapoo, which Raven has more practice on than I have. <laughs> yes. But she is also drunker than I am. So it's not going to be great, but I hope Patrick appreciates yes. it. And listeners, just to clarify, this is the first time that we have practiced ahead of time for a song, and it's simply because this is a very difficult song, especially for people that don't regularly play these instruments. So Which I don't, and I, I practiced it for a total of five minutes this one singular part because i forgot i practiced the entire song for three and a half hours so using kyle gas's guitarings youtube channel indeed so hopefully i do okay but we'll see so um i mean i don't have any i don't know how to play guitar i don't have any other strings instruments so i will be playing ukulele which is like you know not the vein of the song but, but there has been a really good ukulele cover of it so yeah Raven will be playing electric guitar. Yes. I'm excited. In for a treat. Shotgun, commence! This is murder on my wrist. I want you to know. <laughs> you want to just skip the next Dio part and just like go to the I Hear You Brave Young Jables? So the actual Dio part? Yeah. Sure. I mean, because it's the same chord progression. It's the same chord, so it would just be that, like, maybe better, maybe not. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is... So I hear you, brave young Jables, you are hungry for a rock. Oh, also fun back, I, like, kind of sliced my finger open this week, so this is fun. <laughs> well, it's almost that, it's like, bum ba da Bum, no, bum, 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 I know bum. I'm just hitting okay. the notes wrong because I'm not good at this instrument. <laughs> okay, let's just start at the riff. Okay. Okay. I love the effort that you guys are putting in to still do this for me. 
Okay, that was our attempt. <laughs> Yay! It was I so great. It. I'm so proud it's of myself. It's not the worst thing we've played. Honestly, if now I... I'm curious what it is. Oh. Oh. Raven and singing in the rain. <laughs> you know what? Facts. Because you phys- you, you, she physically could not read the music. I, I was, was it was, it was real bad. Like I, there are no words. Um, yeah. Uh, I will say that was honestly decent. I think for us. And I, I know for recognize fact, what it was. If I had see, that's what counts. Yeah, because if I had not <laughs> what spent, high praise. It would have been way worse if I hadn't spent all that time trying to learn it. So, Patrick, uh, count yourself lucky. Well, I could okay. have asked you to just do the vocals on uh, uh, Master Exploder, so count yourselves lucky. Yeah. That's that's fair, and I think I would have just said no. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Come over here so I can stab you. No. No. <laughs> we are not... Um, what is it? Uh, Krusty Krabs, we shall never deny a guest even the most ridiculous request. We will. Because that would have been absolutely, absolutely insane. You, you are a guest, but you, no, no. <laughs> okay, so with that, um, Raven, how would you rate this musical? Oh, in pure Jack Black fashion, I think I will rate this a 10 out of 10 because it makes me feel the way every Jack Black movie feels, which is uh, deep, good, unending, and complete joy and bliss in the depths of my soul. <laughs> I loved, I loved this to the very core of my being. So I'm yeah. going to give this a ten out of ten. Nice. Um, I'm going to give it a okay. If we're just going on like pure, like you know, Jack Black scale, of course, ten out of ten. But, like, trying to, like, remain some kind of consistency with the scale we have done, I would give this, like, a 7. I'm trying to think of what musical I would put this above. And... Okay, so if if we're thinking, if we're... Okay, so if you're talking about, like, classically speaking, yes, from a, like, classical performance and entertainment standpoint... Yes, like Chicago Seven. and Sweeney Todd like are above this, but in terms of just like I disagree, just physically <laughs> watching it and loving it and enjoying it, like I think I had more fun watching this than any other musical we've done on this show. Hence I mean, the ten I also out of ten. Just really love Chicago, and I always have fun watching it. So I will not agree for that standpoint. But other than that, yeah, totally, I'm, <laughs> I'm with you. What about you, Patrick? Um, so I haven't watched a lot of the, uh, the musicals that you've been talking about, but I think, uh, Tenacious D as a band is incredible. And I love Jack Black as an individual. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) I feel like my lucky number is nine. So I feel like I have to go with it. Yeah. That's pull a nine out of 10 right here. You know, I'm actually going to change my rating and give them a five out of seven. (laughs) (laughs) You're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But you got it. Okay. Um, okay, Patrick, did you have a fun time? I had an amazing time. Thank you for having Good. me on. Yeah. You will be on again as we have discussed. Absolutely. I Is love there that. anything that you would like to plug or promote? Yeah. Um, everyone, please go get vaccinated. It's really important. We hope that everyone is uh, doing their best to fight uh, any kind of diseases that are endemic in our population. 
That is a great thing to promote. Yeah. I'm really proud of you. Thank Woo-hoo. you for saying that. Um, okay, uh, you got this far. If you would like to contact us or give us like musical requests, you can find us at our Gmail, boozicals, B-O-O-Z-I-C-A-L-S, at gmail.com. I mean, it's just the name of the podcast. I feel I like... I mean, I'm just trying to be helpful. I and, mean, I feel like they um, can just look at the Spotify or whatever they're listening to it on and just see okay. the name. Or you can find us on Instagram, follow us. Uh, like us comment on us actually anywhere you find podcasts if you have the ability to comment or like mm-hmm. or do whatever or follow absolutely please do that um also follow yeah, us on instagram also find us yeah instagram at boozicals um i've gotten into the photoshopping us and it's been fun and it's amazing i'm okay mentally even though the pictures may say otherwise are you though are either of us Okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> Patrick, you have to say bye. It's in the contract. Goodbye, y'all. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs>